discover the possibilities of internal medicine. This is Loretta Panessi, and I'm the executive director of the New York State American College of Physicians. So good afternoon, Dr. Wong. I'm delighted that you were able to join me today to share a little bit about your time with the chapter um, as part of the Stephen Wallerstein Advocacy Internship Program. And I'm just so happy to be able to share more about how our physicians can go down the path of advocacy and advocate for their profession um, as well as their patients. So thank you for joining me. Please tell me a little bit about yourself and then we'll get into some interesting questions. All right, hi, thank you, Loretta. My name's Vincent Hong. I'm a second year in internal medicine at Northwell Health. The main thing that drew me into this internship was because I wanted to learn more of how policies that impact our communities are created and really understand what the provider's role and our role is throughout the whole process. Um, I did pick up through my education and training that while legislators and government officials create these policies, they still require inputs and assistance from the experts. And I think we definitely have a special position since we work, work directly with the patients and the systems in place. And we see the limitations as well as the challenges in presenting care for our patients. So that, that was one of the main things that I wanted to um, join this internship to have a, spend a little bit more time and see um, what kind of things are in place, what kind of help I can have in supporting and advocating the policies. You mentioned advocacy and expert being the expert, and you're absolutely right. You're already advocating. Uh, you do so every day for your patients. And so when bills on certain topics come up, our non-physician legislators take a look at it. And in most cases, they're only looking at one side of it. They're looking at it from the side of which they, they, someone asked that a bill be created to address a particular problem. And so a lot of times it really does require the physician expert to explain, to have a conversation with his or her legislators, um, to explain the other side of it and to continue to have a relationship with his or her assembly member and or senator. And then also um, if possible, congressional representatives at the federal level. Um, so again, it's so important to build a relationship so that they have a resource when they want more information on a particular bill that comes across their desk. So tell, tell me a little bit about your focus and your project for your internship with New York ACP? Of course. Um, so for this year's topic and focus on mental health, and it's really due to experiences I've had in medical school, as well as my training in residency. Um, during the fourth year of my medical school, at the height of the COVID pandemic, I was I had the privilege to assist with a project known as Psychological First Aid. 
where we reached out to and provide support to vulnerable members of the ambulatory psychiatric population in dealing with the increased stress and the pandemic. I met with various patients from various backgrounds, but one thing that always stuck out to me was how difficult it was to have access to mental health resources and care. And oftentimes, the population that would have the most difficulties would be the ones that are upper, underrepresented. And similar things occur through my training as a resident as well, especially both in the hospital and the clinic setting too, with more of my, one of the more recent encounters being a patient involving an elderly black woman who was initially admitted to the hospital for suicidal ideation. However, when she was medically cleared to be discharged to her inpatient psychiatric unit, she no longer met inpatient psychiatric admission criteria for her psychiatric team, but required extensive and close follow-up due to her reason for admission. However, one of the challenges we had for her discharge was setting her up with an outpatient psychiatrist. And even with multiple discussions and meetings with social work and case managers, due to her insurance and financial limitations, initially there were no accepting providers for behavioral health, which really shows you how difficult it is for patients, even in the inpatient setting, to get a behavioral health team to make sure that they have close follow, especially in cases where we have very high risk patients. And really these experiences and many more demonstrated the lack of access to patients have to mental health resources, especially to our marginalized populations. And that's one of the main reasons and why I chose this topic. Great, yes, a very, very important topic one that is on the priority list of our New York State governor. And um, since it's at that level, I think it's going to uh, definitely be here for a while. So thank you for your interest um, in this topic. And I know that this will continue to be one of your priorities as you continue your career. Another question for you. What is the one thing during your internship with the chapter that you found most surprising? I think one of the main things um, that was most surprising is really how complex all the policies are and how many key, play, key stakeholders are involved into creating policies and legislature. Um, there's a lot of non-physician members, but there's a number of groups and organizations that we have access to that really um, not many of us know about. For example, we have a lot of support from the NYACP as well as the MS, sorry, the MS, yep. <laughs> as well. Um, but there's a lot of groups that, um, that I didn't know about that I can reach out to and they'll provide support and it's amazing. Yeah. The chapter does a lot of collaboration. And as you said, um, it's kind of behind the scenes. And that's how the chapter really does help our members in a big way. So I'm glad that you were able to participate in those kinds of meetings along with chapter staff. So here's another question for you. What is one important lesson from this experience that you as a physician will use throughout your career? I think it will be to echo the same thing as I said previously, that there's a lot of help that we I didn't even realize that I had. 
and it's to reach out to the organizations such as the NYACP to help support causes that, that I'm passionate about. Then I can receive their support and ensure that the patients are going to be cared for at the end of the day. Last question. Um, we'll make it kind of simple, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> what is one tip or tool uh, you would recommend to other physicians who want to get more involved with advocacy? So it's just going to be the same thing. <laughs> um, main things are reach out to your local organizations um, to see what grassroots actions are available to to assist in. You can also schedule an appointment with your Senate members as well as assembly women and men and to really voice your concerns as a provider and express your opinion as well as your perspective uh, since you are the ones that are providing care to them first line and you're the ones working with the systems in place. And of course, NYACP is also there if you need any additional help. Well, thank you. It has definitely been a pleasure working with you, and we do hope you stay involved in NYACP. Vincent, thank you so much for joining me today and having this conversation, and I want to wish you all the best um, for your future career in medicine. Thank you, Laura. 